It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, I'm Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen, and this is Cowboy Logic Radio. Cowboy Logic, everyone. Yes, that's how we always start the show. I'm back. And he's feeling no pain because he passed a kidney stone last night. Less than 12 hours ago, people. <laughs> Let me tell you, you got a cowboy up to do these shows now. Can't miss a show. Rocky Can't Stucci, show. are you paying attention? Donna's going to ride Rocky on up. Yeah. He's cowboying up. He's yeah. here despite being up to all hours of the night last night attempting to pass a kidney yeah. stone. And he bitched at me yesterday. He doesn't normally do I that. I did not. Yes, you did. You bitched at me. I did not. Yeah, You don't remember because you were under the influence of Look, narcotics. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those. Hey, Ron. Have you I, ever had a kidney I needed, stone? I needed to jump in here because I know how Don feels. Sometimes when oh I get kicked God, in the ding ding, I don't want anybody to talk to me while I'm in pain. <laughs> I know how you feel too. Hey, I it's sure. worse than getting kicked in the ding ding, man. That's I bet it is. Many. It is. I bet it Here, is. Thing, hey, I gentlemen. went the cesarean route. Let me, yeah. I didn't do that either. So, let me explain something to you people. First of all, if you've never had a kid, come on back in, Ron. Makes it doesn't make me look so big on the TV. All right. So, for those of you that have had kidney stones, either guys or girls, you know it's it's extremely painful. I mean, in my 60 years of life, that's the most painful thing I've had over broken bones, over torn tendons. Can't compare with the kidney stone. So I hear. And so at any rate, I've had four of these. Last night was the fourth one in my whole life. I had two of them about 25 years ago. Then I had one in November of 2019. I've never had it. That was the pre COVID. Yeah. uh, We didn't have to wear a mask. We went to the hospital then. That's right. Um, and then when I went in for that one in November, they said, Hey, you got another one stuck over in here in your kidney. They took a, whatever, a CT scan or showed me where this little thing was. And they're like nanoparticles. So it's been sitting there this whole time. And they They, said, they feel big. 
Oh, they feel like you somebody's trying to drive a truck through and your we're body. We're talking like less than a grain of sand. Yeah. Most of them are about, it looks like sand, little grains of sand. Um, at any rate, they said, hey, you got this other one in you. It may never leave. It's in a place where it may just stay there the rest of your life. Or you may have it decide it wants to make a move. Well, get that's on what out it of did there. last night. Yeah, that's what it did. So we were we spent all day yesterday on tractors and lawnmowers, and, and that's kind of bouncing around. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I bet it did. But Dislodged when it. we got in the house about 8.30, we were going to sit down and have some dinner. I started telling Donna, I said, this feels like a kidney stone. Feels like I'm going to pass one. Oh. Well, the problem with this, ladies and gentlemen, is you go into the hospital, Don misses the show. <laughs> no es frio. <laughs> no Could es not frio. Miss the show. No es frio. So what did we up. do? We called up Dr. X-Ray. Yes, we did. Whom we'll be talking to yep. shortly, and we'll get the uh, update on that. But Don actually passed up really good. See, there's nothing, when you're Italian, there's nothing better than leftover pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry. There isn't. So he actually passed that up. Why we, did I pass it up, Donna? Because you had a kidney stone. But No, because you, you felt like you were going to puke, I'm sure. I he knew I would it. puke. Here's oh, the thing. Didn't want to waste man. Pizza. You know, <laughs> when you have a kidney stone, you are going to puke. The pain is going to get so bad you can't tolerate it and you puke. So I made a business decision. I made a puking decision at that point, 8.45 p.m., Last night, do I eat the pizza? Because I was hungry, hadn't eaten anything all day. No, because I knew at some point I was going to be blowing chunks and <laughs> I point. didn't want to be puking pizza. That's now right. Me, at some point, I'm going to see that pizza again. Did you eat didn't my pizza? No, I didn't eat yours. I ate, I ate mine. I, as, I'm sorry. An Italian is never going to pass up pizza. <laughs> you no didn't eat mine, though, right? No, you still okay. had a couple pieces. I may have there. mine later. I let him but, go in the bathroom and do whatever he had to do. I. Like any red-blooded Italian, I ate my pizza. She ate her pizza yes, while I, I was in there dying. Ugh. But here's the thing. <laughs> I got on the phone with Dr. X-Ray. I said, Doc, I can't go to the hospital. You got to walk me through this. I got a cowboy up, and I got to pass this stone at the house with no assistance from an IV uh, painkiller. So, because the last time I went in in November of 19, it was morphine. Didn't they give me well, morphine? Well, they give you IVs because you got to stay hydrated. And if you well, drink, you could puke it up. Well, they gave so, you IV liquids, yes, right. to so keep you, you hydrated. hydrated. But they give you IV painkiller because if you get sick, you're not puking up the pills. I'm sure people really want to hear this. You people no. want to hear about this. I know you do. <laughs> this is important stuff. I don't think I would. Because if you I ever have this, you're going to remember this show right now. <laughs> They're going to say, that. I'm going to man up like Don Newen did. I'm going to cowboy up, and, and you're going to think you're dying is what you're doing. Okay. Anyhow. Can we get on with the news? No, I'm not done. Oh. So what ended up happening is I opted not to eat the pizza. It's still up there. Good move. He'll Newen. eat it tonight. Smart move. Because when you start throwing up, <laughs> you're throwing up water. Uh, now, one of the hard things, Ron, let me explain TMI. this. Let me explain this to you, Ron. TMI. One of the hard things is after you've just thrown up God. water, you got to rehydrate. So what do you got to do? Drink more water. That's right. But you just threw up water. Well, that's what you don't Dr. X-Ray said. That's why you got to go to the hospital that's to right. get the IV. And I told Dr. X-Ray, I'm not going to the hospital. I got to do this show in the morning. Got to do this show. So we ended up 
a thousand milligrams, a thousand milligrams of ibuprofen. I've never taken that much in my whole life. I've taken the 800 milligrams, but not a thousand. Apparently, why do I do that, Donna? Why did I take the ibuprofen? So you relax. No, I did that so that it would uh, reduce inflammation. Well, so that little stone didn't have such a tight little area to go through. Okay. As Stone did that. Can we get to the headlines, No, please? I'm not done yet, Donna. So, see, Ron's fascinated. I can tell by the way he's Oh, I'm fascinated. That. I got my finger on the now, button. What button? In case I say something? <laughs> that button. But, that. He did, but he didn't say mm-hmm. ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. That's right. Now. <laughs> So, sometimes right. you got to go to the button gonna, when, you, when you might I'm get kicked off. Any, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything uh, that's going to make you push that button right now. I mean, it'd be on you if you want to do it. Um, but what I did take, I'm not done yet. But what I did is I took the old meds from November 2019, ladies and gentlemen. There was work. some di, di, uh, hyperticulitis. No, hydroxycodone or something like that. Hydrocodone. 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 There yes. you go. Some kind of a painkiller. They gave it to me in November. Stuff it was, that's it was coming expired. over the border it was in expired. droves now. It was expired, Donna. <laughs> it was already expired. But I cleared it with Dr. X-Ray. He actually had me double it up. And then he calls me. Or we Did we call him or did he call us? Both. At one point, I was talking to him and he goes, man, you can't drive. You, I can, you're not even making any sense. That's and I was I making total sense to me. Well, that's why I said you were being bitchy last night. No, let's explain it. that. Ladies and gentlemen, I was not being bitchy to Donna. I've never, this is, this is the queen. Liar. I worship the ground this woman walks liar, on. Liar, liar. No, it's not, that's, I am not lying. Here's the thing. When you're trying to pass a kidney stone, the last thing you're interested in doing is answering questions. How do you feel? What, what's going on right now? Do you feel like you're going to puke? No, I just don't want to answer any more questions right this minute. I'll be happy to give you an update when I feel better. Right now, don't ask me anymore. What do you want me to do? No, don't ask me because it's painful. There's no way way that conversation went like that. Well, sort of. Sort of did. So what I did was I went back out and had another piece of pizza and a glass of wine. (laughs) She said, you're going to be a a butthead. I'm going to go on out and let you be a butthead by yourself. (laughs) I wasn't really that big of a butthead. Yes, you were. No, I was not. You were. <laughs> oh, she is totally lying, everybody. Mm-mm. I was not a butthead. He is never a butthead, uh, apparently until under the influence of medication. Was I really that, that big of a butthead? pretty bad, yeah. Was I? So I left, yeah. I don't even remember. Can I get to my headline? I don't remember that. That's why he doesn't remember. I don't remember it. He was doped up. This is but I'm here. All that matters drink. right now, ladies and gentlemen, is this woman knows how much I love her. That's true. And we're here with you. That's true. That's what matters. So much so, I bought another horse this week. <laughs> Did you really buy it? I'm going to. Yeah. He's so cute. We'll show pictures later. He's three days old. Now he is. Hey, everybody. I thought this was something she was thinking about. Yesterday, he could say he and was it, born yesterday. Turns it turns into it happened. Oh, he's really cute. Did did you buy it? And, and then Don goes to me, "I'll never retire. <laughs> says, I'll never be able to retire." Ron, get in here again, man. I'm never going to be able to retire, dude. I hear Maybe you. I can pull up. The, can Don I, is going to try to pull, up, pull a picture. up a picture. Oh, you he's so cute. It, you'll have to send it to Ron oh, real quick. Over you're locked in now. She got you on the air. 
talking about this buying. This is true. <laughs> this is this true. is how I find out about these big purchases, everybody. Yep. Either on true. the air or when the <laughs> bank will call me up one day, going, "Hey, uh, Mr. Newen, we noticed this massively, ridiculously large charge taken out of your account." And and I'm like, I don't know anything about that. Let me get my wife in on here. So I bring her into the call with Wells Fargo, and she's like, Ixnay. Hey, Ixnay, no problem. I'll no take problem. Care of it. Listen, I know you're busy at work. Let me handle this. Look, look at that face. Oh, look at that face. That is a cute little face. It is adorable. That little face costs a lot of money. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so at any rate, I, I texted then, to you, then, Ron. Three days later, I found out Donna's remodeled the kitchen and everything will be here. And I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, that, I, that was yeah, the second call from the bank." I I bought I bought cabinets <laughs> from New York State that were taken out of some rich person's house, and I'm like, "They're perfect. They're perfect." Problem is, they were they're put into good. a non-rich person's house at, at a third of the price. You know what cabinetry costs nowadays? Oh, that, you know what that's called? Cognitive dissonance. It's I saved tens of thousands of dollars. Spent tens of thousands. Exactly. Of dollars that's the point. <laughs> Welcome to my world, peeps. All right. All right. Let's do a Donald headline. Trump over the weekend gave a great MAGA rally in Arizona, talking about how the election was stolen, and Newsmax actually didn't cut away. See, Newsmax is like, that's Ixnay. Same thing with Fox. Yeah. Ixnay, Ixnay. But Newsmax had to let him go on, which I was very fond of. Um, but, of course, we use One America News at this point most of the time because they really are the true voice of journalism, quite honestly. But he talked you about that. You listen to Real America's Voice and I do. nonstop, 24-7, seven days a week. 52 weeks out of the year. Yeah, I actually did watch Trump on Real America's Voice last night. Every day, yep. ladies and gentlemen. And it's a, it's a damn good network. Steve Bannon's damn War good. Room is so far ahead of the curve. John Fredericks does a great hour. It's amazing. Steve Bannon stuff's really a awesome. lot like Cowboy Logic, wouldn't you think? Ahead no. of the curve. Yeah, ahead of yeah. the curve. Probably even more so. I'll admit and, it. And more look. so than us. And Don does his best Bannon imitation on I don't have any headphones. No, that's true. Where's some headphones? Oh, they're over there. Or somewhere around. But yeah, yeah, but see, my hair's starting to get Bannon-esque. Yeah, that's scary. Don't you think? That's where I have to draw the Ron, line. Ron, does no. this look like Bannon? That's where I have to draw oh, the it line. It almost looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new logo of the United States, the new MAGA movement. There you go. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think we had a couple views of, of Donald Trump. Didn't? There you go. Look at that. What are you doing? Resist all. Oh, stop. <laughs> Resist all beaver. Don't you think that's a great, I think that should be the new logo of the MAGA movement right there. It's pretty good. Ab absolutely. But that's seriously, good, did Jen Psaki not prove Trump's case? Trump is suing, obviously, in a class action lawsuit, proving that the government is in cahoots with big tech. And, and as we're, we're going to talk to Ron Hammond from Ops Lens coming up during the show as well. I mean, you can't tell me that this is not the case. I mean, she actually made his case for him at this point. So uh, Mike Lindell has a $5 million, not bounty, but I guess it's like a, a, a winnings that you can get. It's a reward, you, uh, Donna. That's, that's, it's, he's offering a reward. That's what I'm looking for. A, Thank you. A reward. Thank, Thank you, you for that okay. assistance. So what he's what he's saying is he's going to have in a couple of weeks 
this big get together. He's rented all the rooms, so none of these uh, so-called press people, press people, so-called journalists. Yeah, we'll have to put their money two. out. Yeah, I know. Two assists. That's because I'm peeved and I'm not thinking right. Anyhow, point being is he's going to bring them all up to South Dakota, and he's going to get them all together for a couple of day symposium and and bring your own tech people if they're registered and properly registered and good tech people if they can prove that Mike Lindell is wrong with all of the voter fraud accusations he made with all the movies that he's put in, they'll get $5 million. And he even said on Bannon's show, actually, at the end of last week, basically said he's got some major tech people saying, wow, you really, Mike Lindell really does have the goods. And if that's the case, I think our country's in a huge quandary at this point, a huge quandary, because here you've got all of the Democrats from a couple of years ago, uh, this is courtesy of uh, Dave Rubin. He put this all together. Yeah, what a what a bag full of hypocrites! This Donna. is unbelievable. Notice how it's the most secure election ever. Every time a Republican gets elected, that's not the case. Two thousand, two thousand eight, obviously two thousand sixteen, not two thousand eight. What am I saying? Two thousand six, right? No, no. No, 2008 was with the Congress. 2004, then 2016. 2016. Bug just flew into my mouth. Point being is, all they say is, it's the most secure election ever. When they win. When they win. And here is the proof. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Don't pause that, Ron. I misspoke. It's the most secure election when they win. When they lose... It's a disaster. Exactly. Okay. Roll it, Ron. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Our researchers have repeatedly de- demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines. Right. Which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. Forty three percent of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know I know that hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who before our eyes hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. Aging systems also frequently rely on unsupported software like Windows XP in 2000 which may not receive regular security patches and are thus more vulnerable to the latest methods of cyber attack. 
in a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. <gasps> that was from what? 2018, yeah. 2017. Can I do a Macaulay Culkin? Imagine that. The hypocrisy is crazy. The hypocrisy in every bit of that video yep. is They're nuts. They're Democrats. And then all of a sudden, and, and they Ted never Lou. said those things. Right. And Ted Lieu well, essentially saying it could just be one state or two states or a few counties. Swing states. Bingo. I mean, it's, it, they, they described the playbook for what took place. Donna, you can't tell what me was they the didn't movie, know that. What was the movie that we watched? Um, actually, uh, Sidney Powell called us and told us to watch that movie. Um, oh yeah, I know killing what you're talking fields, about. Not the, killing fields. Um, oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. It'll it'll come to me after the show, I'm sure. All of it. Uh, listen, all of those people were talking in that movie too, in the documentary. Yeah, it, same it's stuff. So ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Um, but the key words are for everything now is we can't wait. It's with the vaccine. It's with the voting. And and again, this is what. Um, the Democrats know will happen. The wheels of justice move so slowly. I mean, we're six, eight months into this now, and Arizona is still getting hit left and right with all of these, you know, monkey wrenches to try to stop it, including from the Department of Justice, to the point where they basically said to Merrick Garland, you come down here, we're going to throw your butt in jail because we have states' rights. They're doing everything they can. And here's the biggest problem. They're throwing money after all of this, and it pays off people, in some cases, to stay home. It pays off their political cronies. And and, and what's happening is that... Stop. Uh. <laughs> he stops my rants. He stops my rants. I'm protecting our show. No, you're not. If I don't protecting? do that, we're gone, man. We're They bust us off of different social platforms, right, Ron? Ron Hammond will keep us on Moss. Oh, that's that's <laughs> correct, yeah. But this is what's happening. Thanks for picking the, up on the quick. Yep. The wheels, Sorry. Of justice, <laughs> wheels of justice move slowly. They're doing the same thing with the vaccines. Because by the time doctors who have information can tell you the vaccine might not be as good as they're saying it is, it's going to be too late because everybody's already vaccinated and you can't back out of that then. Instead of saying, let's put a pause on this, let's wait a little while and maybe see if these vaccines work or don't work. They're saying now even kids have to be vaccinated. Whose side is the CDC on? They're going to push the FDA to okay this damn, damn thing right they before are. September. Let's, let's make something real clear here, ladies and gentlemen. There has never been a successful vaccine created for a coronavirus. For any virus. Look at the flu. There Same has thing. never been a successful vaccine created for the coronavirus. They have all been abysmal failures. Mm-hmm. Now, mark our word, they are going to fast track this through FDA approval. We're going to guess by the fall. Because they want kids to go back to school. And then you're going to start seeing the mandates and they're going to be able to mandate this because it'll be an FDA approved vaccine and the fda in my opinion does not have our best interests at heart because years not. ago with previous vaccines if 100 people died 120 people died they stopped it period 
The FDA and the CDC is already admitting at least 6,000 people died. It was close to 15,000, but then they backtracked it off. They must have had the Dominion voting machines counting these because as soon as they get to around 15 or 16,000, they backed it off to about 6,000, citing, well, those 6,000 deaths were in Europe, so it doesn't count. I mean, it's 15. Some people are saying it's as high as 50,000 have died. And and all of the so-called fact-checkers on social media are not letting any of this information get out. Children'sHealthDefense.org, which Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, has, is one of the best resources you can go to. And now the New York Times is putting out a hit, basically, on 12 scientists and people like Robert Kennedy Jr. that are apparently do have the information that shows you at least wait until we can see what these vaccines do. They want these people deplatformed. They want these people attacked. They want them to lose their, their licenses. And the New York Times, I might add, as Mark Levin has said, has denied the Holocaust, which got us into World War II a lot slower and possibly killed many, many millions more people than need be because of the New York Times. And they're the ones who are putting hits out now on the people who are saying these vaccines might not work. We have about 30 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, going into this break. I need to share something with you about FDA and all this other stuff that we've been talking about that hits right at home. Ron, come into the screen real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, when Ron recently went on his motorcycle trip up into the Colorado area, he decided that he wanted to take a a form of Dramamine for motion sickness. It's (laughs) FDA approved. The problem is, and it gave him an erection lasting more than four (laughs) hours while riding on his motorcycle. That right there caused a danger on the highway because Ron could not get rid of the erection. We will be back after two minutes. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen size premium my pillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust my pillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need, regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable, so it stays healthy, and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Hey, Cowboy Logic family, go to MyPillow.com for these amazing offers and use promo code 1776 at checkout or call 800-871-0482. That's 800-871-0482 and be sure to use promo code 1776. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Every day, the Smith & Wesson military and police line of firearms is tested, proven, and selected. The M&P is engineered and specifically designed to meet the requirements of professionals worldwide. 
Unmatched craftsmanship and reliability for defense, protection, and when life is on the line. The M&P. Advanced design. Advanced performance. Check us out on the web at cowboylogic.us. And here's what the You're deal is. You're getting way too graphic in this show. I am not. Personal parts. No, I'm not. Yes, you no, are. Not. With packages and No, I didn't say like anything that. about a package. I said nothing you about a package. You talked about Ron's did. package. I didn't talk about Ron's package. Here's the deal. Ron goes on this motorcycle trip. He hadn't been out for about a year on that length of a trip. He was going through windy mountain roads. He didn't yes. want to get motorcycle sick. Right. Motion sickness. He takes a he takes a derivative, uh, something very similar to Dramamine, although it included something about rocket fuel. I, all I know that rocket fuel was involved in it, <laughs> and so he takes this pill to to counter any type of motion sickness as he's winding through the Rocky Mountains. What happens? Erection lasting more than four hours. Ron's on a motorcycle with an erection lasting more than four hours. And this caused other problems. These problems that that caused were greater than the motion sickness problem. He's which lying. gets me back to the vaccine. Now, Ron, what are some of the things that happened while you were trying to navigate through the Rocky Mountains with an erection lasting more than four hours on a motorcycle? Well, first of all, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> I couldn't see. I couldn't see. Uh didn't even use. Didn't even need to use my kickstand when we stopped. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, outside oh, of outside of that, everything I mean, was you great. Any difference in, in the aerodynamic, uh, you know, performance had, of the motorcycle? We had a little had a little buffeting going on a little bit. I think that it's pretty obvious. Don has some residual effects from the the drugs he took last night while passing the kids. Me? Stone. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't think so. Oh, yeah, Can you imagine does. what he'd be like if he drank? I don't drink. He doesn't drink. You'd never. That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine? <laughs> and I'm not a recovering alcoholic. Donna thought I was when she first met me. I look just at his drink. face. I'm sorry. When I first what met. What do you mean? Look at my face. Yeah, what do well, I look like? A recovering alcoholic. You're not. What? <laughs> I don't look like a recovering alcoholic. To me, you did. Well, then why'd you go out with me? I don't know, because I like you. <laughs> might, might be that <laughs> might be that Dramamine pill I took. <laughs> no. hey, you know what? You okay, know what let's I've get been, back to business. I've been doing hashtag affluenza lately. I have not seen you do that we're once. We're used to being affluent and soft. That really is the problem. But the key words again, we can't wait. We need immediate action. Because, you know, they're losing the narrative. That really is the bottom line. With the COVID vaccine, with the kids going to school, with the voting machines, we can't wait. It's really ridiculous. It's to totally ridiculous. Let's talk about Biden, though. With Why okay. must we? I want okay. Remember, yeah, really. Remember, okay, so over the weekend, I'd rather Donald pass Trump, a kidney stone again. Let me go try to do that while you're doing the Biden segment. I'd rather it's ride a motorcycle pleasant. with an erection. Thank you. <laughs> but seriously, 
seriously compare it to Donald Trump over the weekend. You got tens of thousands, maybe 30, 40,000 people, some people outside as usual for a Trump rally in Arizona, this case. And he's going back with these rallies. I don't see any super spreaders. We were at an Alan Jackson concert with 20,000 people. No masks, no nothing right here in Georgia. Nothing after that. Yeah, all I there got was a kidney no, stone. You know, you got, seriously, COVID is not. There, they're playing up this stuff. The problem is, every couple of years, a new virus does come around, and now that the weather's getting colder, they're going to start throwing more stuff at us to keep us locked down for no damn reason. This was a bioweapon. Yeah, big I difference. I totally think it was big difference. So Biden, on the other hand, last week can't even have a, a CNN town hall with. I mean, it's like two thirds empty. This this room. It was did. It looked empty. like a high school auditorium. That was maybe a third full. There were more people outside as Biden was coming into the building with Trump signs and banners <laughs> and everything else than there were probably inside. But Don Lamone, in my opinion, basically saved Trump's, I mean, a Biden's rear end on, on a number of occasions. First of all, he, he, he basically stutters through this town hall meeting completely. Stutters? Totally. He stutters. Hello and welcome to FNN. Tonight, President Biden took part in a CNN town hall and as you can imagine, he was eloquent and coherent when answering questions. Let's watch. That's underway, just like the other question is illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the, the, the experts say, we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, is, is, is going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. Have you ever had a dream that, that you, um, you had, you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Yeah, yeah. The kid makes yeah. more sense. And I just wanted to finish Biden that kid sentence. <laughs> I wanted to finish Biden's sentences, but I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. But see, the thing is, this is what the mainstream media is pushing for now. FDA approval, because right now people who what aren't getting vaccinated. What did I say vaccinated, to break? Yeah, it's true. People aren't getting vaccinated because they're a little, you know, wary. And quite honestly, they should be. But they're pushing something through. There's never been a vaccine for a virus before. This is a manufactured crisis, and they just can't let it go. That's what's really scary. All right, so Biden then goes on, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, to talk about. Is this still at the town hall? Yeah, at the town hall, to talk about inflation. Oh. I'm pretty confident that, that inflation is temporary, but if you're pumping all of this money into the economy couldn't that add to no the, the, look here's the deal moody's today when our wall street firm not some liberal think tank said if we pass the other two things i'm trying to get done we will in fact reduce inflation reduce inflation reduce inflation because we're going to be providing good opportunities and jobs for people who in fact are going to be reinvesting that money back in all the things we're talking about driving down prices not raising prices 
And so it, it is, I, 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 I sincerely mean this. Prices are up now, and they're up in, for example, you're in a position where you're trying to build a house, try to find two-by-fours and lumber. Well, guess what? People stop working cutting lumber. They stopped doing it because they, their, their, their unemployment was so down. Now all of a sudden there's this need because people are coming back. And guess what? Instead of paying 10 cents, you're paying 20. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It relates to what, in fact, is now needed because we're growing. I mean, has he ever heard of the Myanmar Republic, Germany? Or let's look at Venezuela, which was thriving before the communists took over, which is exactly what's happening in this country. Let me ask you, ladies and gentlemen, if you are maxed out on your credit card, which the U.S. government is, the spending, the, the spending limit is like, I don't know, 30 trillion, whatever, the, the debt ceiling. Okay, if can you actually say, well, I'm going to raise my credit card limit just out of the blue? Of course not. And neither should the U.S. government. And what they're going to do is they're going to raise the debt limit to pay for all this garbage that doesn't do anything to help the economy. And then he's talking about how inflation is temporary. How is it temporary when things are costing 10, 15, 20 percent more, 30 percent more, actually uh, almost 100% more for a gallon of gas, 30000 more to build a new house. I mean, inflation is going to be there if you are overspending. I mean, this is just economics 101. It's crazy. And then what do we have now? We have moon aliens. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or... You, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or when you're. No, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? the hell was he talking about if you believe they put a man on the moon uh, uh, uh. going back to my rock and roll days sorry folks if you believe what was he talking about ron there's something you have any idea what he was talking about i have no idea no no i started going wait a minute wait a minute i might be able to use this for my show nope not using that But the thing is, we're you know, abnormal reality. But Joe, Biden, the problem is, Joe abnormal. Biden has been like this. Even Barack Obama said, if you want something screwed up, give it to Joe when he was vice president. He did. OK, if you want something really screwed up, give it to a guy who's been in D.C. for 47 years to totally really screw it up when he gets to be president, because that's exactly what's happening. So let's go back in history. When he was a senator. And look at Senator Joe Biden, who, by the way, um, praised Robert Byrd, who happened to be a grand wizard, and he was the Senate Democrat leader. And Barack Obama also went to his funeral, along with Biden, along with Hillary. But that's another story. Anyhow, Joe Biden, while questioning Clarence Thomas, at his confirmation, confirmation hearing. hearings. Yeah, Senator this Biden is classic. focused on natural law. How did that go? Who knows? I, I have no idea what he was talking about. 
I just want to make sure we all know what we're talking about here, that you and I know at least what we're talking about here. There's a fervent and aggressive school of thought that wishes to see natural law further inform the Constitution than it does now, argued against by the positivist led by Judge Bork. Now, again, that may be lost on all the people. You know and I know what we're talking about. I have to be perfectly honest with you. I, you sit there and you have no idea what they are talking about. All I know is that he was asking me these questions about natural law. Someone may apply it in a way, like Moore, who leads him in a direction that is, quote, liberal. You may apply it in a way that leads you in a direction that's conservative. Or you may, like many argue, not apply it at all. But it is a fundamental question that is going to be almost impossible for non-lawyers to grasp in an exchange. But you know and I know it is a big, big deal. And in conclusion... One of the things you do in hearings is you have to sit there and look attentively at people you know have no idea what they're talking about. You know, it's so obvious that senators and congressmen are, and Bongino calls them, the dumbest smart people around. They're supposed to be the smart people. They are dumber than a box of rocks, the majority portion of them. We have had guests on our show that have testified in front of Congress that have said this very same thing. You're sitting out there in front of people that have zero idea of what they're talking about. And they have pre-scripted questions. They can't respond to your answers because they don't know anything about what you're talking about. And we all got to see that firsthand when they started making an attempt, a feeble, failed attempt at uh, interrogating uh, or questioning people in the tech world. Yeah, I mean, they they do this grandstanding, basically. And, you know, Zuckerberg and, and even Jack, you know, at Jack, are sitting there going, boy, these people are <laughs> At Jack. stupid, just plain stupid. It's it's really bad because you can't tell me Mitch McConnell even has a, an email account that he knows how to how to manage. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm bad when it comes to tech. Talk, this is my talk tech like guy. Mitch. Talk talk like Mitch. Maybe maybe we ought to worry about the debt ceiling all of a sudden after we we wonder why the, the country's going to hell in a handbasket after we basically stab Trump in the back. Well, that was a pretty bad one. I've done better. You've done better. I have done better. All right, let's let's recover. Do a Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I bet the Chinese food here is terrible. That was pretty and good. my biological clock. <laughs> All right, do do no, don't do anymore. No, no, no. I do have one more. more. Headlines. Do one more. Uh, do. Uh, do some more Marissa Tomei. No, that's that's all I know. What about the guy that's got all the hair on his back and gold? You. No. <laughs> I mean, who are you talking about? Hey, Vinny. You got oh, my cousin Vinny. No, just oh, yo, Vinny. Guy. Yeah, just just your basic uh, Vinny uh, from from wherever the Vinny from the block from New York. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk about Vinny's. Nope, can't talk about Vinny. Can't talk about Vinny. All right, where are we going from here, Donna? Because uh, Ron and I have a very special treat for everybody. You do. Okay. <laughs> well. I'm- I was going to say that I, I always have the news has been so weird lately 
that I have a segment called Not the Bee, because the Babylon Bee is a satirical look at the news, and basically the Babylon Bee has been every bit believable as Not the Bee. So, But this is a Not the Bee. This is an actual thing. Budweiser has a commercial called Good Times Are Coming. It's a commercial to promote the vaccine, showing construction workers holding up red solo cups. Gee, that's not too stereotypical, is it? Toasting the vaccine. One has a cowboy hat on. One is a, a black guy, and you know he looks like a big construction worker. And, and the, the whole idea is we're toasting the vaccine. Thank you, Budweiser. This is just one more woke company i'm sorry as the construction workers are toasting with red solo cups only having three digits <laughs> the uk telegraph uh, this is real again this is an actual news story it is not the babylon b the uk telegraph says covid can be spread through farts i, I don't know whether are say you serious i wasn't even ready for that <laughs> <laughs> through flatulence. Hey, listen, a lot of people thought I was farting on the air last week. It wasn't. It was my chair. I was moving around in my chair. I think PK thought I was actually... <laughs> nope. Wasn't doing that, PK. Okay. It was the squeaky chair. Now, this is kind of serious. Pfizer, again, not the B. And this also kind of looks back on why maybe we should wait as far as vaccines are concerned and other things to fix maladies that we might have pfizer remember all those chantix commercials about oh i'm not smoking anymore i'm taking chantix okay yep. pfizer has had to recall chantix due to cancer causing chemicals chantix was supposed to help beat you with lung cancer to begin with to stop you from getting lung cancer to begin with but hello it was an approved drug. Now the FDA is poised to okay the vaccines for COVID. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. However, the Babylon Bee did say, and this is satirical, Joe Biden is going to buy all of Hunter Biden's artwork in hopes of meeting the president. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, Ron. Yes. You and I put together a little thing. It's like going to be a, no, it's going to be like an educational thing, right, Ron? Okay. Yeah, yeah, educational. You, you want to intro this? Yeah, this is. Uh, so we thought it would be important to teach people that, like Don and Donna, who wear their cowboy hats with pride and actually look pretty good wearing them. Mm, not everybody can pull that off. Not everybody can. Not well, everybody can do it. You need to give the tips because I didn't know this. You have to make sure the front comes down. You got to shape it. It's a called shaping way. the hat. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, and 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 so I've got a few failures and uh, maybe a couple of passes as far as wearing cowboy hats. So um, one thing about the shape that you don't want to do is that. Yeah. No, that's a fail. That's, that's a, fail. a fail. That's absolutely that? a fail. That's Alex. Alex Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, Alec Baldwin's fail. fail. Now, now what another fail, fail. Yeah, another fail is really putting big. some funky crap on your cowboy hat. No, no, what no. That has is that? Studs, studs and uh, like little tassels. But that's a politically correct COVID mask. I don't know hat. what that is. That, I guess. whatever you do, don't do that. That's he a could fail. Go rob a bank. That is that's absolutely a fail. A but the fail. other thing is, is, that a woman is, or a man? I have no idea, dude. That's a guy. That's a guy. a guy. That's a guy. That's the other thing bad. you don't want to do is put on a hat before you fix your teeth. No, <laughs> you don't want to do that. 
See, also, let me let me uh, dive a little deeper into this. You notice how uneven the shaping is. There's yes. no there's no symmetrics <laughs> to that shaping. No, no symmetric, symmetric, no symmetrics at all. And then That's finally, terrible. Don, you know how important it is to get the correct size of of hat, right? Right. Yeah, this guy didn't know that. Oh, that's oh, terrible. That's a super that's terrible. Fail. He's wearing his kid's wow, hat. Wow, look how little that is. Yeah, yeah you don't kid. ever want to do that. Always make sure that your hat does fit properly, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Even, and then you know, there's always yeah. this one person who should never put a cowboy hat on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy right here. Oh. All right, hold on. We got to explain this one, okay, because we're obviously it Trump supporters. Help his hair situation. And that is clearly a beautiful uh Light I'm sure beaver. that's a major beaver hat. That's a, that's a big-time beaver hat. Yeah. All right, here's the problem, and here's why DJT ended up in the failure department, ladies and gentlemen. You never, ever put a hat on in public without shaping it first to your melon. That's the bottom line. And that's where DJT failed. He, got, he was given this thing as a gift. He succumbed to the gift. He put the hat on his head. It was ill-fitting at best. Bad move, DJT. It would you, fix. You gotta wait till you shape the hat. It would fix his hair problem. You have though. to fight the urge to put the hat on. Are there any more fails? Do we have any more fails in there? We've got Ron? a few more fails, but I'd rather show you the good-looking hats. Okay, uh, this, this guy, is how to wear a hat. Yeah, this is this is how to wear a cowboy hat. Boom! Look at yeah. that. Yep. But see how it's down yep. in the front. That's what Don told me about. It's got to be down. You really don't even want to see your forehead. Dude, Costner can wear a cowboy hat. Well, Hell, yeah. can, Costner can wear a cowboy hat with sunglasses and still look He's good. Ex- that, would be, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, would be a dress look. A dress cowboy hat A dress hat look, look, and that's hot right there. Yep. And yeah. that, too, that is one beautiful black beaver. Now, <laughs> if you're female and you wear a cowboy hat, you got to go with Terry Clark, right? Terry yeah. Clark knows how to wear the old cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, she does. You notice how... The the hats are actually spread out a little wider than if you go back to the goofball Alec Baldwin or mm-hmm. or any of these oh, other this one here, yeah. Hats. Uh, yeah, that's an ill fitting hat. Actually, that's just an ill fitting human well, being. I think that was, <laughs> the thing that goes underneath your your chin to hold it on. He put up on top. Yeah, what a goof. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, but Terry Clark definitely the yeah. best. Looks, good look, looking. One of the yeah. best looking uh, hat shaping and wearing that is done. Tell me about this one, Don. You've got this one in here. What is this here? Why is that a pass? Okay, here's the situation why that's a pass. That's the real deal. That is the real deal. is barrel racing. She was doing something, and I don't know whether that's like... Mud or cow patty. It's something. That might be cow. That might be cow. But that is a properly shaped, damn good-looking hat that that young lady had. That's one ruined beaver right there. Oh, and 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 More just because, and just because I'll throw that one in. Yeah. All right. Can't wait for that show to start again. We did get hooked on it. Yeah. Oh, now do good. a side by side with that if you can. Are you able to do a side by side on that or no? I cannot. With, uh, yeah. with the two up. All right. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The shape that we use, and I'll. No, I got to turn this way. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. When you turn sideways. A B A B that good. Ron. You see, good. this is what you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, right okay. there. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You see? We can see it with Is Kevin it? Costner. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How about mine? Mine's not as good. I haven't worn mine outside enough. Yeah, the red hat I had was the best. This is a very smooth black beaver you're wearing. There, the, red, the red one was the best. That's and a pretty damn good one. And you can tell because that was like a 6X. That's a pretty good one. This one's not. Now, we do something that, that you didn't see in any of those, ladies and gentlemen. And if you'll notice, up here on the crown, 
Mm-hmm. You see how those are kicked out? Yeah, you put a little lump there. Yeah. Mine too. It's kicked out. Yeah, mine too. It's so that the hat can fit lower, lower on down. your head. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you wear a hat up here, you look goofy. Mm-hmm. Don't That's you? right. Yeah, and next week, and next week, Don's going to bedazzle his hat. That really, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Poor kid. <laughs> I'd hate to grow up a liberal. I bet you that yeah. goes to Starbucks. I'd hate yeah. to grow up a liberal. Don't want to grow up a liberal. You might be a liberal. I uh, don't want to do that. No, that is pretty bad. All right, that is, is that bad. all of them, Ron? That's it. Man, thank you for that. I think yeah, that the uh, viewers will find that that was hugely. Hugely entertaining and, and educating. I think we know, we need to go back to uh, like. Uh, Hold on. The, Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. The Bezos. With the hair. You know everybody's making fun of Bezos and the and the phallic symbol looking rocket that he shot into space. I got to tell you though, when he got out of the rocket and he was wearing the cowboy hat, that cowboy hat was actually very well styled. But he's not a cowboy. And it did fit his head well. So I, there's nothing I can say negative about Bezos and that picture. And we don't have it, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies for that. Um, but the Bezos cowboy hat, when he exited the rocket, the the manhood rocket, that was not an ill-fitting cowboy hat. It, so he's, that, a it space, he's a space he's, cowboy. Yeah. He literally. And tell me, folks, that that didn't remind you of every single Austin Powers it, movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, every single Austin Powers movie was in that rocket. moment. Yeah, that moment. <laughs> that moment. When it blasted off. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, uh, you look at it, you can't help laughing if, if you know the Austin Powers movies because pretty well, much was the whole thing. Well, and if you don't thing. know them, you have no idea what we're talking about. But so we would suggest, what is it, Gold Member? Gold Member, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Which ones were these in the Austin rocket? Powers. Every single one. Dr. Evil, right? Every single one. He's Dr. Evil. Yeah. Fauci's doctor. Well, I'm talking about where he had the rocket. I can, I can actually, I can actually, I can actually bring in this video or that just so you can see. There you go. Ah, Yeah. That. There you go. Bezos, as much as I despise you, you are wearing the hat well, sir. Yeah, he does. I have to. He does uh, actually look pretty damn good. I'm surprised. (laughs) Well, he doesn't look good. The hat does. That's true. (laughs) He looks like a schmuck. Well. You know what? And who's going to be next? Is um who's oh uh is Elon Musk going up next? Who's the next billionaire is going to try to uh, go that's up? That's a good question. Next? I think Elon Musk is next. I don't know. We're going to find Who knows? out. But right. I, you know, if you look any Austin Powers, they're all the same. They they all have this phallic symbol. Quite honestly, <laughs> that's why the they end. travel in rockets. <laughs> same reason. Hey, Ron, you ride on a, a crotch rocket. Yeah, that's uh, no. That is a total insult for me to say that to you. Yeah, it's not a crotch rocket. Thank you. It's you not. Know, I no. should tell a story. And it's this a was... Harley Davidson. It's a hog. It's a beast. Unlike the it, crotch rockets that are going true. through downtown Atlanta at 280 miles wheel. an hour on yeah. one wheel. <laughs> you, know, oh, you got I, that in Dallas, too? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I should say, you know, I lasted eight years at, at Fox, but I almost ended it within like the first couple of months. When I first started at Fox, I actually got to uh, interview, it was December of 1999, dating myself, I got to interview one of the um, the space shuttle uh, astronauts. Buzz Aldrin. No, no, I, I interviewed Buzz Aldrin. I'm talking about in space. While it they feels were, like talcum while, while they were in space, What's I got like to, to interview walk on them. the moon? It, it feels, like, feels like that. Yes, I did interview powder. Buzz Aldrin, but that was later on. This was actually talking to the shuttle while they were up there circling 
around the earth. Oh, I do And I had that. to talk to Houston first, and I was so tempted to say, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, that would have but probably gotten you taken off the I air. Didn't, yeah, what would I she have seen? I bet, on a, said I bet that. they but never I, heard that at all. What would yeah. she have seen? What would I have seen if I actually did say <laughs> Yeah, that's what you'd have seen. I must say that was pretty cool, and they all had Christmas hats on and everything, because it was Christmas 1999. It was very cool. Donna, we've got a large show coming up for the remainder. Who do we have coming up to join us, Donna? We're going to talk to who we spoke to all night during your kidney stone episode, our Dr. X-Ray, our own personal doctor, talking about the latest with COVID and everything else. And we'll also be talking to Ron Hammond, who, as you see right there on your screen, he is the CEO and the founder of Ops Lens. He is trying to have an alternative medium that we're all trying to be a part of as well. And it's just wonderful. Ops Lens. So Ron Hammond and Dr. X-Ray coming up next on Cowboy Live. Listening to Cowboy Logic Radio. This is the seditious, rabble rousing, liberty loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 0. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The House panel investigating the January 6th Capitol riot has opened its first hearing. Democrats starting with a focus on the law enforcement officers who were attacked as the rioters broke into the building. Many Republicans denouncing the Democratic-led investigation as politically motivated. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says if you want the true answers, do not be afraid of the questions that will be asked. Speaker Pelosi will only pick on people onto the committee that will ask the questions she wants asked. That becomes a failed committee and a failed report. A sham that no one can believe. The panel's first hearing comes as partisan tensions have only worsened since the incident. Also at townhall.com, the Russian Olympic Committee has won the gold medal in women's gymnastics after U.S. star Simone Biles exited with a medical issue. The ROC posted a team score of 169.528 ahead of the U.S. in second place at 166.096. The gold is the first for the Russians since the unified team triumphed in Barcelona in 1992 and came a day after the ROC men's team edged Japan for the top spot in the men's final. Great Britain won bronze. Consumer confidence battered by the pandemic on the men at least through this month. The conference board reports consumer confidence is holding steady from last month's levels. It remains at lofty heights not seen since the start of last year, just before the coronavirus outbreak throttled economies worldwide, including in the U.S. Because consumer spending accounts for about 70% of all of America's economic activity, economists keep a very close eye on it. Correspondent Rich Thomason. Stocks lower pulling back from their latest record highs as investors continue monitoring the latest corporate earnings. The Dow is down 185 points. The Nasdaq off 283. More at townhall.com. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. 
supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At preparewithmojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Prepare with Mojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, prepare with Mojo50.com is the answer. Prepare with Mojo50.com. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. Fast Track student loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. Hello everyone, I'm Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen, and this is Cowboy Logic Radio. Welcome back to Cowboy Logic, everyone. I'm Donna Fiducia, along with Don Newen. And since Don has been having some health issues in the last 24 hours... They weren't really we health figured... issues, Donna. You make me seem like I'm sickly or something. Well, you were last night. No, 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 And no. you bitched and we're gonna me, get a which very... you never did. I didn't bitch. I did not bitch. It was the meds. No. It was the meds. All right, but... We still need to bring in our Dr. X-Ray because it's been a couple of weeks and things are happening. It's been happening a couple of hours since he and fast. I were talking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Things have been happening fast and furious, no pun intended, with what's going on with COVID. And so we bring our own Dr. X-Ray in because he Bones, is the one. come on in. <laughs> and the name is changed for, to protect the innocent folks. Dr. X-Ray has uh, 24 years experience in the military, retired Army and Air Force, 30 years at a major teaching hospital, former chief of radiology there. And uh, basically, he told us, what, last February? February 2020. What was going on with this? And uh, Dr. X-Ray, what was your exact words to me last night when I mentioned Donald Trump talking about the vaccine and and what good it is? Your exact words to me last night were what? I said, well, Don is short for Donald, right? And you agreed that it was. And I said, well, in Mm -hmm. February of last year, Donald Newen 
knew that this vaccine or that this virus was man-made through gain-of-function. It started in North Carolina, and the gain-of-function was oversaw by Peter Daszak, and that it was funded by Tony Fauci. And Donald Nguyen knew this in February of 2020. And in April of 2020, Donald Nguyen knew three big reasons why there was never going to be a safe and effective vaccine for the coronavirus because it has never been done before. And we went through the three reasons of that. So you would think that if Donald Nguyen knew those things in February and April, that Donald Trump would have known them before that. Yeah, I guess. And that's exactly uh, what I said. And unfortunately, the one pitfall I think Donald Trump has is he surrounds himself with a bunch of uh, people who – uh, are deep staters, one of which being Anthony Fauci. And, and that is the real bad part of, of everything he's doing. And look at what Comey did to him. Look at what Barr did to him. And where's Durham? You know, that whole thing. But let's stick with the health. And, and well, Dr. X-Ray. Yeah, hold on. Was, for, for, all these, for all these people that don't know what's going on, that weren't in our home last night, which means everybody except Donna and I. That might have missed the top of the show. Yeah, let me let me share with you what's going on here. So... As many of you know, we have to record these shows on Sundays. It's the only time that we can coordinate the uh, the recording of these shows. Saturday night, after working outside all day, Donna and I ended up coming in about eight thirty at night. We're going to sit down and have some have some dinner, and I just started feeling the old feeling that I've had three times prior in my life, and that is feels like I got a kidney stone wanting to come Oops. out. <laughs> And so uh, about nine o'clock, I called up Dr. X-Ray and I said, hey, man, I think I'm going to have to pass me a kidney stone tonight. Can't afford to go to the hospital right now because we got a show to do in the morning. So I need for you to help me walk through this so we can cowboy up and pass this stone before we start recording the show uh, in about 12 hours. The show must go on. Show Are must you go watching on. Rocky Stucci? Nah, Donna got to dig in. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I had some left. And I think I said there. I don't treat kidney stones, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you said you look at them, but you don't treat them. <laughs> so at any rate, um, basically what ended up happening is Dr. X-Ray, through his advice and telling me what limits I should do on certain meds that I had here that were actually left over from 2019. I don't remember if I told you that, Dr. X-Ray, but they were probably expired meds. Um, we ended up uh, getting through that okay, and about 1.30 in the morning, um, I didn't have any more pain. Right now, I don't have any pain. We don't know where that stone is because it didn't plop out and, and uh, make itself known, but uh, right now we're doing okay, so we're going to muscle up and uh, cowboy up and get through this. Damn it. We'll have to bleep that out. I'll have to bleep that out. <laughs> Dr. X-Ray. <laughs> I'll be doing that, right? Medicines I'll are good for a lot longer than they tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame it on the meds. I'm still hopped up on the meds. Well, he's still got two hours to go through, so hopefully the, the kidney stone will make him Around midnight, you were really hopped up on the meds. Yes. You <laughs> well, you I'm even said, you. you even told me, you said, man, you sound really looped out, man. No, and you said to me, take him to the hospital. Take him to the hospital. But I fell asleep, I guess, because he fell asleep. So everything was okay because things subsided well, and were okay. There was a while I was in there talking to God on a big white porcelain telephone. <laughs> he was playing Huggy Bowl yeah. for a few hours there. Hey, All right. oh, wait, 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 wait. Damn it. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to edit this again. <laughs> Dr. X-Ray, explain why I was getting sick. Why was I throwing up for a kidney stone? Very quickly to the to the viewers. People want to know about COVID. I mean, we don't care about get your COVID. kidney stones. Hey, you have a kidney stone. You're going to care about a kidney stone. I guess stone. more people would have kidney stone issues, hopefully, it, than COVID. So, Dr. X-Ray, it's, why it's called, is it? It's called a... It's called a vagal reaction. Your vagus nerve runs through the core of your body, and when you get inflammation, muscle contraction, and things like that deep in the core of your body, it triggers the vagus nerve, and that's what causes all the sweating and nausea and vomiting, besides the pain causing the sweating and nausea and vomiting. Viva the vagus nerve. Pain was pretty good. I think at one point I told you I was hanging around a six, and I'd say last night this got up into the eights. He was bitching at me. I'm telling you. He I was bitching. Yes, you were. You were no, bitching at me. All, All right, right, let's Dr. get down to business. Dr. X-Ray, 161 million people in the U.S. have been fully vaccinated. And they're saying, well, yes. all of a sudden we're going to get these variants. So if you're fully vaccinated, you might not necessarily be protected. Then why the hell did we get a vaccine in the first place, number one? It doesn't mean the vaccine. Fauci actually said when you hear about a breakthrough infection, that doesn't necessarily mean the vaccine is failing. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how they can make these that, unbelievable that is, comments and people still believe it. That is equally smart as when you're, when you're in line to get the vaccine and the person in front of you gets it and starts seizing immediately and they roll them out of the cart seizing and you go, that means the vaccine is working. Yeah, I know. There's there's almost no genetic difference. Uh, uh, Dr. David Martin had done an analysis on this and talked about it in one of his interviews. There's less than 0.2% genetic variation between what they're calling these variants and the original COVID that was built. Now, the SARS-CoV-1 that they built has between 80 and 90% of the RNA sequences are 80 to 90% equal to the SARS-CoV-2 that they built. And people who have SARS-CoV-1 developed antibodies and the cellular re immunity reaction to the SARS-CoV-2 virus immediately, which meant they are still immune. And from with an 80% similar virus, they have good immunity. So with a 99% similar virus, they're going to have good immunity. They're just getting breakthrough infections. And they're getting huge numbers of breakthrough infections. Israel is reporting that 82% of their COVID patients that have been infected were, quote, fully vaccinated. In the UK, 65% of the infections are fully vaccinated. We've had those numbers in places around the U.S. that have been reported by local health departments. But about 10 days ago, the CDC said we're going to quit counting breakthrough infections. Well, because it doesn't fit the narrative. And uh, yesterday, in fact, some doctors had um, an ivermectin day to try to tell people. And there we go. I'm sure we're going to be off YouTube now. But it was actually called an ivermectin day to try to wake people up to the fact that ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine, which worked for us, which we took, um, actually is a cheap and quick way to combat the COVID virus if you get it early enough. And you've talked about that for, for eons. But it doesn't fit the narrative. And all of a sudden, you know, people are saying, look at how many people got infected. Well, they're not counting the people who really, like you just said, who have had the vaccine. And now they're trying to blame it on the people who haven't had the vaccine. And that's just ridiculous. I mean, in, in the old 
in the old days or in the past when you traveled, if you went to an area that had yellow fever, you took a yellow fever vaccine, you waited a few weeks, and then you went into that area without fear because you knew that the unvaccinated were not potentially harmful to you. And they've that's another lie they've told that now the unvaccinated can make the vaccinated sick. That's just not true it, unless the vaccine doesn't work. And what they have is what people are starting to call a leaky vaccine, which means that, yeah, you can still get infected and you can still pass it on to other people, even though you've had a vaccine. Yeah, and, and based um, on the number of hospitalizations of the people who are getting these breakthrough infections, I don't think it's even lessening the symptoms or lessening the death rate. I don't think either of those are being improved with the vaccine from the numbers I've been seeing coming out of these areas where the people have had infections. Now, a couple of countries like India and Mexico both went on big pushes to start vaccinating everybody, and they just had skyrocketing COVID cases just like we are in our vaccine push. They both stopped the vaccine mandate, stopped trying to vaccinate everybody, went back and put everybody on ivermectin and their rates came way back down to to almost nothing because they're using ivermectin. And the interesting point that people don't get about both the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, you can use them both as prophylaxis, as preventative drugs to keep you from getting sick. But if you get infected while you're on those, you still have an antibody response and you still have a cellular immunity response and you still become immune to those diseases as if you were not taking anything and you develop this immunity and this immunity is lifelong and a better plan and a more safe plan would have been just to put everybody on one of these two medicines or the people at risk on one of these two medicines, let it go through, let everybody build immunity and it would be over. Sweden has proven that by the way. They now no longer have COVID because remember we've talked about Sweden several times. They never masked, they never locked down. The goal of their health director was get immunity and get herd immunity in the country. They have it now. It's done. They're over with. They're not locked. They don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, um, we could Del be Big there. Tree. Yeah, Dell Bigtree had a, a very interesting one-hour conversation, and, and we really should play this later on. Pull this one section of his um, conversation because he put it into a football analogy, basically saying everybody, when when you've got the infection, can rush through and get the quarterback, but if you get the vaccine. Only one or two players can actually rush through and get the quarterback, whereas all these other players can come around, around the back, basically, where you're well, unprotected, and, and that will actually cause worse symptoms. Essentially, what, is, what he's saying is the vaccine is lowering our immunities for other infections, and that is what's giving rise to, right. well, right. Uh, other, it could give rise to cancers down the line. We don't know. Certainly autoimmune deficiencies. Some people are saying Alzheimer's, and of course, to start with, these variants. Well, and we talked about that earlier in the year about the problem with, for example, people who had the flu shot were more were at higher risk of dying of COVID early on in the disease, and people who are having these COVID shots are at risk of getting other viruses. It's, and besides the fact that they're having the viral breakthrough. Um, uh, let me let me interject something here, um, Doctor X Ray. You know, one of the things that I'm not hearing in anyone talk about is the and you you may have these stats you may have brushed over them just a minute ago but people that have had covid like donna and i that have had covid 
we recovered from COVID, we tested and had the positive antibodies in us. What is the what is the infection rate with any of the variants with individuals like us that are actually carrying the natural antibodies? Because we're seeing Near people. Zero. That, yeah, yeah, we're seeing people that have been vaccinated that are getting hit with this variant. We've got people that have never had COVID, at least that they're aware of, that are getting hit with this variant. And you don't see any data because they don't want to tell you about that data. No. No, they don't. There's there's almost no reinfections of people who have had the disease naturally and developed immunity. And this highlights two more of the problems with the vaccine, not just in relation to variants, but two problems are finding with the vaccine. First of all, the primary driver of your of being cured by your body when you get COVID is what's called cellular, cellular immunity. And it's the T cells, the killer T cells that get in, kill the cells with the virus in it, get them out of your body. That's the first response. The antibody response comes later. That's why when you got COVID, you waited two or three weeks to go get your antibodies test because, tested because that's how long it takes. But your body was already fighting it off because of the cellular immunity. When you get the vaccine, you don't develop that cellular immunity. And they defined early on that cellular immunity was much more important than antibody immunity or what we call humoral immunity, which is the antibody immunity. Cellular immunity was much more important in curing people from COVID. That's, and so they get over it faster. And that's the longer lasting one when you're, when you've had an infection and it goes away, they're finding that the people, you know, there were, touting the fact that people got higher antibody levels from the vaccine than they did from getting the disease. Well, now they're finding that those antibodies aren't really lasting more than six or seven months. They're finding people who, that's why they're starting to talk about boosters now. They're finding that a lot of people are not able to even develop an antibody response that have had the vaccine a year ago. Which you talked about six to eight months ago. Yeah. You talked about, you talked talked about about in April. Yep. Yep. You nearly really need to talk to Donald Trump. Um, here's the thing. Moderna has really never produced a good vaccine before. I always follow the money trail. And all of a sudden, um, Moderna is way up there, so much so with all of this vaccine stuff, that they got admitted to the S&P 500 this past week, which means, obviously, it's a bigger company. And Fauci is responsible for hundreds like billions of dollars through the years for all of this gain of function research and other research i think a lot of people feel he got frustrated because the flu vaccines weren't working and now he's basically almost in a way in my opinion playing god by thinking he can get this great vaccine and how good it's going to be for curing everybody when obviously in my opinion he's actually killing or going to kill tons of people. And that's what's really scary because what's right is wrong, what's wrong is right. And that brings us to the New York Times, the Holocaust-denying New York Times, as Mark Levin calls them and has proven in his books. They uh, denied the Holocaust. They pretty much are at, you know, they're, the, they're the, the crux of the 1619 Project to start that crap going. And now they put out what I call the Dirty Dozen, 12 doctors that they say are hurting our effort to get rid of COVID when it's quite the opposite. 
one of which, and not even a doctor, is Robert Kennedy and his Children's Health Defense dot org, which is a wonderful website. But some of these people are on the cutting edge of what's going on with COVID, and the New York Times is poo-pooing them as quacks. Well, this is all starting around, and I, you asked me to research this this morning, so I did. Uh, this is all starting around an organization called the Center for Counting. Countering Digital Hate, CCDH, and their domain name is counterhate.com. And they have put out plenty of information about this, quote, disinformation dozen. Now, any, any conservative or libertarian or even true liberal like Robert Kennedy, if they read this PDF that I downloaded this morning from the CCDH, they would be appalled that this is going on in America. And the CCDH describes themselves as a nonprofit NGO that seeks to disrupt the architecture of online hate and misinformation, and their work combines analysis and active disruption of networks. And they want to make everybody pay political and social infrastructure cost for anything that they do to profit from whatever the CCDH considers hate. So, as you said, they have the disinformation dozen. Uh, they don't acknowledge in the list that any of them are physicians, but a lot of them are. Joseph Mercola, who we've talked about, Robert Kennedy, who we've talked about, Ty and Charlene Bollinger, who I've never heard of before this, Sherry Tenpenny, who is a physician, Riza Islam, Rashid Buttar, Aaron Elizabeth Sayer G, Kelly Brogan, Christiane Northrup, who's an OBGYN physician, and we talked about, she was talking about how all of the women in her practice were coming in with additional bleeding and the 600% uh, increase in miscarriage rate. And she was a woman who had formerly been on Oprah almost a dozen times and had seven or eight New York Times bestsellers, was really the darling of the left. Somebody named uh, Dr. Ben Tapper and Kevin Jenkins. So, mm -hmm. They give examples in this PDF, and we'll, we'll talk about a couple of these PDFs. Joseph Mercola, who, as I said, is a physician, and they never acknowledge that. They say he is peddling dietary supplements and false cures as alternatives to vaccines. And is here's that an example violation. And hydroxychloroquine? Uh, uh, he, and vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc, yes. Right. You know, those things that you took and those things that are part of the eye mask protocol. Here's what they call They have this post on this PDF and it's called, they have it stamped with a big red stamp that says scam, okay? Here's what the post says. The same number who died in 2020 that on average have died in previous years. This simply wouldn't be the case if we had a lethal pandemic. Yeah. Let me, we only and have actually, uh, yeah, we only have like four minutes left. I want to talk about the fact of, and, and, and this dirty dozen, as I call them, it, it's, it's preposterous who's fact checking because even, you know, Neil Cavuto, who has just gone off the deep end, had Fauci on this past week and, and, and had him, you know, gave him another platform to sit there and lie again. And, but at least Ron Paul has uh, gone after possible criminal charges against Fauci. We'll see what happens with that. But the thing is, before, talk about the numbers as far as when vaccines are stopped, because usually it's only a couple hundred. And here, there are thousands. You possibly mean when they terminate when they the terminate, inoculation right, because of deaths. Because of being unsafe. Yeah. Talk a little bit about those numbers, well, because... Way over that now. Well, in 1970, in 1976, they stopped the swine flu after 120 deaths. The CDC put out a red alert and they stopped all injections. 
and another flu epidemic, they stopped injections after about 150, and that has kind of been the standard treatment that they've used. Well, right now, the CDC is reporting in their latest report 11,140 deaths, and that's here in the U.S., and that's in VAERS. And there's an interesting thing I learned when I, I've recently learned about this and all the reading. Uh, well, not this part, but the, the CDC, I told you before how it was like watching Trump's vote in Florida, watching them count the deaths where every time it got up over 1,000, then they'll show they'd drop it back to 800 and it'd get up over 1,000, they'd drop it back. Somebody just caught them and, and web art and web screen captured it. They caught them deleting 6,000 deaths off the CDC website. And then America's Frontline Doctors brought in a CDC whistleblower and have her in sworn testimony and deposition saying that there have been more than 45,000 deaths in the U.S. from the coronavirus vaccine, and they filed a lawsuit to stop the injections. The Eurovillagence, the European database, is now reporting just under 19,000 deaths and just under 2 million injuries, with 50% of those injuries severe. And by severe, they mean things like paralysis, total blindness, total deafness, all irreversible. That's a million people they've damaged with this. Well, it turns out that there's another... pushing it, though. It's like, you know, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, because they know they have this window of opportunity before people wake up to it. They're talking about not letting you get on a plane, not going to school. We only have a minute. I know. I want to get one more comment in here. One more comment. We're less than a minute. Watch how fast the FDA approval is going to be taking place with this, ladies and gentlemen. To push Watch how fast. They are going to fast track the FDA approval on this so that anybody can be mandated to do this. That's my concern. And (laughs) Well, there are more than 100 lawsuits. There are more than 100. That's fine. There are more than 100 lawsuits. I'm sorry, brother. And... And they have to they have to get this fast tracked before the lawsuits get them shut down. Yep, because they, they know, know the courts are like, very slow. Exactly, just like with Trump and the false, you know, election. Quite honestly, uh, I, I guess the Dominion machines. Not to make light of this, but it's like the Dominion machines are. In I got the, some editing to do, Donna. <laughs> yes, you do, <laughs> Doctor X Ray. We thank you, and we've got more cowboy logic coming up. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable, so it stays healthy, and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. 
Hey, Cowboy Logic family, go to MyPillow.com for these amazing offers and use promo code 1776 at checkout or call 800-871-0482. That's 800-871-0482 and be sure to use promo code 1776. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Check us out on the web at CowboyLogic.us. Every day, the Smith & Wesson military and police line of firearms is tested, proven, and selected. The M&P is engineered and specifically designed to meet the requirements of professionals worldwide. Unmatched craftsmanship and reliability for defense, protection, and when life is on the line. The M&P. Advanced Design. Advanced performance. Check us out on the web at cowboylogic.us. Cowboy Logic, everyone. I'm Donna Fiducia, along with the um, kidney stone passing Don Newman. That's right. Recovering, ladies and gentlemen. Cowboy upped. <laughs> Couldn't miss the show. Not possible. And he's actually not under the influence of any drugs right now. He's clean. I don't know. Last segment, I blew it three <laughs> times, disclosing the true identity of Dr. X-Ray, and I'm going to have to edit that Which now. we'll bleep out. So but we, we maybe got, I'm still hopped up on the meds. We got caught up on all of the... Uh, the doctor stuff last half hour, but we could possibly get back into this. We could this half hour as well, yeah. because we're going to be talking to one Ron Hammond. Ron is the founder and CEO of Ops Lens, which is just an amazing platform. Um, and we said to him, give us a bio. So he goes, well, let's do something like former CIA operations officer and serial entrepreneur trying to make a difference. But let me tell you, folks, this guy has an un believable resume. Ron Hammond also worked, uh, besides being a former CIA operations officer, he worked on a ton of big data technologies. Uh, well, what, what popped out actually when I was reading your bio was uh, EDS, electronic data systems, Bobble, among others, many others, U.S. Army officer, and he speaks English and Arabic, which is probably very helpful in this day and age, and he has a B.S. in genetics from UNC. Um, all I can say is that's kind of where something this else, whole thing something started. Something else happened over there. Yeah, what uh, else started, Ron Hammond, at uh, UNC? I, I do believe um, possible gain-of-function research for some, uh, well, you know, some, some little vaccines that might have come along. And uh, you are, have a BS in genetics. So let's get to, let's talk about OpsLens first. Yeah, let's get <laughs> to get the to fun that. part, then we'll go to the creepy stuff. Yeah, really. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, all of you that are watching right now in the OpsLens room or on OpsLens TV or the OpsLens website, this is the guy right here. This is the guy that, that is so generous with that airtime that he's allowing us and he's gracing us with being able to be on that network. And it truly is. Now, that network, especially in social media, Ron, 
back in January, I think, January or February took a major hit with the yeah. with the cancel culture and the and the choking down. I mean, back in February, March, we were pulling shows that were having 50, 60,000 views a night and now yep. we're down 8 to 10,000 views on a on a good night. And it's man, you guys are being canceled big time and we're being canceled right there with you, but welcome to the show, Ron, and thanks again for letting us be part of your world in that Ops Lens world. Thank you. I, it, the pleasure's mine. I, I appreciate you guys joining up and, and helping to make a, a, a fortified front against all of this through the network. Thank you. Talk a little bit about what you can do to try to cancel the cancel culture at this point. Well, I think you know the, the essence of what we were trying to do with OpsLens is create – let me back up. Conservatives and uh, libertarians, we tend to be uh, very individualistic. <clears throat> and and what I'm trying to do is get that uh, taken care of by creating a platform where you can do your thing on it, but also create a unified front to push back against what's going on with the progressive BS, frankly. And the the platform was the best idea that I could come up with. It started, though, as a website, and the website was basically contributors that had served. So OpsLens basically means the world through – the lens of operational experience because when you look at all the, the contributors that are on the website, they've either served in the military, they've served in the CIA or some intel uh, branch, uh, dip, diplomatic corps, or the law enforcement ef efforts, right? And so that was the, the, the core that I built it around, and then the extrapolating it over to the app was important because <clears throat> basically I'm trying to set up a guerrilla – it's like guerrilla warfare. We can house everything on the app, and if we can convert the viewers that are on the mainstream social media that's now come out that we all knew behind the scenes for the last several years, they were limiting what we could do. It's come out now that, oh, yeah, they were working with the White House. <clears throat> you know, it, it, So the idea is use the platform where it's housed. Everything is housed, but we can shoot it back into the mainstream media platforms. <clears throat> that, well, we know where they're going to get throttled when we do that, but it's like uh, playing that uh, whack-a-mole game, right? We can still push it in as, as fast as we can, but it'll always be on the app where people can find it and have a voice. And so there are video creation tools on that app too that they can begin to become citizen journalists. Tell us about what's going on in your world. How have you been able to protect your servers and without disclosing too much information on that? I mean, clearly, you know, Mike Lindell ran into problems with his servers. Uh, uh, other concert parlor ran into problems. Uh, what are some of the steps at least that you can disclose that lets the viewers understand why they're able to see ops lens when some of the other ones are being canceled out and, and have problems? Well, and that's, that's still an ongoing uh, issue for everybody. Um, there, there's just not enough servers. In fact, it would be nice if we could get uh, a couple of deep pocket uh, conservatives to pull together the, the talent to create our, our own server farms. But there are some out there that uh, cater to the conservative and libertarian uh, view, viewpoint that aren't affected by AWS and that's where we go. Uh, the problem will be, and right now it, it hasn't um, come back and bit me yet, 
but the problem will be eventually. There are only two ways to get on uh, on a phone. That's through the Apple Store or the Android Store. And if they don't want your app there, as Parler showed, right, the, you're you're out. You know, the backup is you got servers that are hopefully, and we do, that are protected and aren't AWS. Then you can at least have the everything housed on that website. But the app will be a problem, I think, going into the future with respect to Apple and Android stores. Maybe something like the Freedom Phone that this guy came out with. Uh, he right. was, uh, that might be an answer as an alternative. But these are things that need to be discussed in Congress because how can you have two gateways onto a plat- onto, onto a system, the mobile phone system, controlled by two companies that don't have everybody's best interest at heart? I mean, that's uh, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at the, what Trump is doing with his lawsuit. I mean, Jen Psaki got up there and basically proved his lawsuit. The problem is, and it's what's happening also, in my opinion, with the COVID vaccine, and we talked about it actually with our Dr. X-Ray in the show, that the wheels of justice move so slowly that by the time anything gets out or the truth gets out, in your case, to stop uh, these oligarchs basically from controlling everything we say and do and see. And in the case of the COVID vaccine, learning that possibly as many as 50 or 60,000 people might have died from this before they get the FDA to approve it. You, you know, by the time it works its way through the, the, the judicial system to stop everything in its tracks until we can look into all these problems more, it's too late. Yes. And but, but frankly, I think they 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 use that to their advantage. If you look at how Obama worked under his administrations, he he counted on it taking a long time. He gummed things up. Uh, the the in, in the Department of Justice, they gummed things up, and knowing that it's going to take two years to work through, and it'll be old news by then. Nobody's going to really focus on it, and I think that's what they're counting on: is that it takes so long. By the time it comes out. They've moved on to something else, or they can discredit it. But we are—we do have techno oligarchs. That's the—that's the problem. You hit it. Yep. Techno oligarchs is yep. what I call them. Yep. Yep. Need to be broken up. Before we move away from Ops Lens and the and the and the, where the show is being broadcast and 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 can be aired and 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 viewed, explain to the viewers and the listeners because this is also going out on radio, terrestrial, and internet. Explain to the listeners where, what kind of an experience can they get at OpsLens.com? What's, what's the full multifaceted experience that you give a visitor? So at, at .com, OpsLens.com, you're going to get the articles. We pull in some news feeds from overseas as well that aren't really uh, highlighted here in the States but are actually very good and have some decent um, uh, information that we should know about. So I pull those in, and then the contributor feeds that we have, uh, their contributors are listed. We're adding them uh, regularly, and I, I, I put a call out to anybody who's served. If you want to contribute, uh, we'll absolutely take a look at you. So uh, you can send that in through uh, info at opslins.com, and we'll, we'll check you out. But from there, you go to the app, you download the app, and that's where the interactive capabilities come in. Why? Because during a show, they have full chat room capability, person to person or person to group. 
right? Um, where and it's 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 saved. So there's a way to go back and look at it. Not like Facebook where it scrolls through and you, you don't know what was said five minutes earlier. Uh, this you can go back and anybody can go back and take a look at what was being said. Right? We're not censoring anybody. Uh, unlike Facebook, where I've I've seen you can't reply to anything if you if you're in Facebook jail. Uh, then then we have a video creation tool uh, that's on the home page called the we call it the Truth Brigade, right? And anybody can create a 45 second video. They can use the logo of the show that they follow, or they can just say that they're part of the Truth Brigade. They create a video and upload it. And, and we can post it and we can shoot it to any other social media platform as well. It'll always be housed on the, the app, but we can push it to the other social media platforms too. So you tell us as a, as a, a follower of the shows or, or a user of the app, what's going on in your world? What should we know? And maybe that'll be a nice lead uh, for the next, uh, somebody's uh, other shows, right? You might see it uh uh, Don and, and uh, Donna and say, yeah, we should do a follow-up on something like that because we didn't know that was going on out in this, this state. So that's the impetus to try to get people to push stuff into the app that Facebook probably wouldn't let them push in, into their And that's what's the beauty of it is you have citizen journalists. I mean, unfortunately, go. you've got so many people that are brainwashed and are thinking, you know, the alphabet networks and CNN and MSNBC are the be all and end all. And obviously the oligarchs push everybody that way. And if you don't watch them, you kind of get scrubbed a lot of times and clamped, you know, the blind to me, uh, I know that a lot more people are seeing what I put out there, but it doesn't show it because, you know, we're being totally censored. And yet there's so many people out there and it's it's the economy is the same way. If you have enough yeah. people working in the economy that you're going to finally get some of uh, some great new products. This is what gets me so mad about these oligarchs. If we didn't have these freedoms to begin with, you wouldn't have the Facebooks and you wouldn't have the, the Twitters and the, and the Instagrams and all this other stuff. You know, yeah. uh, you wouldn't have electricity if right. we didn't have a free market economy where people could develop things without being restricted. And now it's their way or the highway. And unfortunately, that's, um, you know, it's it's being stopped and it's going to it's going to, I think, squelch any kind of uh, new format or new inventions going forward. Right. I, I, it definitely puts a damper on it. And it, I think. I just read a, a a book by Neil Ferguson called The Square and the and the Tower. Uh, if you haven't read it, it's interesting. He talks about this con this what what's going on, this transformation that's happening, and he compares it to what happened with the with the uh, Gutenberg printing press and uh, very interesting similarities in what he said happened then and brought into the Renaissance and what is happening now. Uh, Maybe there's some hope, is what I'm saying, after I read that book, that, okay, it's not like we've not experienced this as a, a worldwide phenomenon before. It's just going faster and stronger because of electronics and the speed of light transmission, right? Where you, mm -hmm. Right. 
Yeah. Where That's probably one of those many books for, uh, that are behind you in your bookshelf for people not able to see on TV. They might be watching or might be listening on the radio. Ron Hammond has like a gazillion books behind him. And he said through the years, he's read them all. But we are, we should say again. You notice we have no books behind us. Yeah, we have us. nothing. We have uh, the New York City Scott. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, for those of you that uh, that watch the show and follow and enter in the uh, chat room there on Facebook, the Ops Lens Facebook page, you guys know that something weird happened last week, and Ron was generous enough with the airtime that he was he allowed us to to be able to broadcast the show again. I think it was on Wednesday night that we rebroadcasted it. But Ron, the weirdest thing ended up happening, man. About about an hour and fifteen, I think. Yeah, it was someplace between forty-five, fifty minutes into the show. And an hour and 15, what ended up happening is Facebook actually deleted our show. And wow. it was so bizarre, man. We've never had, we, I mean, we've been canceled a lot. Yeah, we and we've seen some why. weird stuff. But once, once the viewer, and I was the first between Donna and I, once you left the chat room, the chat room froze. All of a sudden, nothing was going on in the chat room. Yeah, you couldn't, but you could watch the video but if the you didn't But the video was still it. streaming. Unless you left the Ops Lens page and come back, then it then was you, gone. Then you couldn't get it. Was, it. I mean, it wasn't a wow. partial show. It was nothing. And it was because Facebook deleted the show. And Ron Phillips and I tried to figure out exactly what had gone on to make that happen. Because Facebook sends you these little ambiguous, yeah. not clear reasons for you violating their policies. Well, we ended up, we thought that we figured it out, and we ended up changing that one small thing. You were kind enough to let us uh, broadcast at 11 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, and the whole show went through, no issues, no problem. Well, we had to take out, you had to edit all that out, and it was nothing yeah. but a graphic. It was uh, really a minute little thing. We couldn't figure out why. But, man, they hammered us, but yeah. it's bizarre because normally they will silence maybe audio or a video of something you're not supposed to use. Yeah. That wasn't the case. They just said, bye. Well, again, I look, at, it. I look at it on a bigger scale, Ron. It's like yeah. we're all being trumped at this point. They give Donald Trump and Don Jr. basically anal exams in every little thing that they do. The same thing with all the conservatives, any kind of conservative or libertarian voice you might have. Any little minute thing you do, they're going to throw you off. And yeah. meanwhile, the Ayatollahs and people who are basically terrorists are, you know, free they and clear. They can say whatever, they, they, say whatever say. they want on Twitter and other social they media sites. They even get marks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's really exactly. unbelievable. The hate speech yeah. that they allow, as long as it's from the left, that's fine. Yeah. No, now, exactly hey, right. Ron, where else, like, let's say somebody's got a Fire Stick or they have Roku or Amazon or whatever they got, how can they watch on their television set yeah. the Ops Lens Network and Cowboy Logic? How can they Absolutely. catch us on the big screen? Absolutely. Well, they go to their, um, if they have Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, or Roku, they'll just go in, they'll do a search for the Ops Lens network, right? And it'll pop up and they'll just add that to their uh, their list of apps that they have on the on either one of those uh, systems and they can view your program and all the others on on their TV at any time. 
Yep. Makes it a lot easier. Okay, Ron. Ron uh, Phillips is always complimenting me on how the other Ron. ruggedly handsome I am <laughs> when I'm on the big screen TV. That, that, is, a, that is a fact. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> ruggedly handsome. Two Rons and the Don and Donna. Okay. All right. We got about eight minutes left. Now let's get deep in the weeds with some creepy stuff. First of all. Everybody knows now Ops Lens, Ops Lens, Ops Lens. Go to Ops Lens. Download the app. Go to the website. We're even sending some of the people that are on that you guys have seen on our show for years uh, over to to talk with Ron Hammond and see if we can't figure out a way to get them as some contributors. And it sounds like that might be a good possibility. This is this is a good source, and this information, ladies and gentlemen, is vetted. That's the most important thing. Ron Hammond is not going to put unvetted material on his website. You don't have to worry about looking like a fool when you copy and paste or share or quote or whatever you do on social media, as long as you're grabbing it from a website like Ops Lens. Right, Ron? Yes, sir. <laughs> you nailed it. Absolutely. Okay, Ron Hammond, former CIA ops officer, U.S. Army officer, Bachelor of Science in Genetics from UNC. I'm sorry. When I hear UNC and genetics and, you know, things of that nature. A little bit different. Look at it now. Yeah, I kind of look at it a little <laughs> differently now. Um, can you, because supposedly that is where the Wuhan lab picked up when UNC kind of left off with this gain of function research and everything going on with COVID. Um, can you comment on that? I mean, what is going on with this type of research well it, it's uh it's been going on for quite some time uh, that's for sure uh it, the the idea of the the wuhan lab when it first came out when we were looking at it from at least when i was looking at it i was taking it through the lenses that i used in my previous occupation and it, everything is dual use what i find fascinating is you can have a guy like Fauci, Dr. Fauci, say he's given money over there, but the chi Chinese scientists are reputable and upstanding, and they have been uh, uh, documented in all these reputable journals. And not an idea at all was he exposed to about the, the, the underbelly or the dual nature of the work or the scientists. And what I mean by that is it's always – in my world, you always looked at something uh, both sides of the coin. You give it, you you give them money, thinking that it's only going to be done in a certain way. Then I think you're giving it. You, you might as well believe in unicorns and, uh, <laughs> and gumdrops coming out of the sky. You know, but but yes, it looked like gain of function from the beginning. Uh, I, I, as I was saying earlier, Josh Phillips from the Epic Times, I think, thought did a fantastic video probably in January, early February, uh, as, as it started to become more and more a problem uh, that was actually deleted from YouTube at one point, and I think it got, got back, uh, put back up. But uh, he hit it right on the head. Uh, he, the way he did it in terms of the methodology that he looked uh, to, to figure out that it was probably from the lab was you looked at what they were doing. Be because Fauci even said it, these guys are prominent scientists that love to be uh, reported and touted uh, about we're working on this or, or that, right? And so 
What that means is you could look in the open source under all the different studies that they've been doing at that lab, or they'll talk about at other uh, symposiums or conferences. And what you'll get is a, a picture of what's really going on at that lab, right? And, and he did. And he, he summed it up. It looked like gain of function before anybody was talking about gain of function. And uh, yeah. I talked with him on the phone and, and complimented him. He, he, was, he did an awesome job. But to your point, yeah, this is something that uh, it, we're in a danger zone now with the, with the biology of it. You don't need – you need just a little training. To, to do this type of stuff yeah. in terms but of... But he, he really fancied himself like some savior. He tried to do this with HIV, then he tried to do it with SARS. I mean, uh, yeah, Well, you know, that's what and, people under four feet usually do. Well, yeah, he's a little Napoleon complex. And and <sighs> our doctor, X-Ray, did say, our, our doctor that we've talked to who mentioned a year ago, like last February, what was going on with this, mentioned that if Dr. Atlas had come in, if Trump had kept Atlas in there and gotten rid of Fauci, things would be very different because Fauci, I feel just, well, with the Napoleon complex that he has, he's been there for 40 years, he's, he's, had, he's controlling billions of dollars in research. And what he's doing now, in my opinion, is helping all these big pharma uh, make more money as well. Oh, Always follow money I, trail. Well, yeah, I, and I, I think definitely uh, big farmers making a ton of money. Uh, you know, the, 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 I, what it, where did I hear it? I heard it last week, I think, talking about um, you can't have a provisional use of the vaccine if there are other treatments available uh, that can be used to remedy the infection, right, or uh, be used as a prophylaxis. And so the, the idea is – that's one of the reasons why um, hydrochloroquine and ivermectin were pushed down and mm -hmm. and basically discredited because if they were found useful, you couldn't have given a provisional um, use of the vaccine right. to be right. to be pulled out. And I know yep. people. I know people, it saved their lives on ivermectin. You're, you're looking, you're at, looking two at two of them. You're looking at two you're of looking them. You're looking at two of them. Hydroxychloroquine we, we and had, ivermectin. Yep. We, uh, yep. we had, and we got less than two minutes. We had COVID in November of 2020. Our doctors, X-ray, thankfully, <laughs> said, hey, we're going hydroxychloroquine because we ended up being able to get the meds in us within 36 hours of the first symptom. Yeah, early treatment. So they went cute. hydroxychloroquine and z -Pak. If we wouldn't have been able to do that, we'd have gone ivermectin and z -Pak. Donna yep. and I right now, and I don't mind telling the pukes on Facebook this, right now we are drinking ivermectin. I'm taking 1.6 milliliters in a glass of water. Donna's doing 1.2. We do it once a week. This is the ivermectin for cattle and swine, Facebook. And it costs 38 bucks for 50 milliliters. Can't have that because you get $39,000 if you get admitted to a hospital and put on a vent. So again, follow the money trail. And, and what's really evil at this point is it took a year for Facebook fact checkers to even say, well, okay, let's admit it happened in a lab. Is it going to take them another year to say, well, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine actually work? But by that time, they are push pushing this vaccine on kids who have a zero chance of dying and yep. 
have a more chance of dying from the vaccine. In fact, in New Jersey, my home state, 49 people died last week from the vaccine or had been given the double jab and they died from COVID. And at least and that information is also being squelched down, which brings us right back to Ops Lens. And God forbid you put good information out there. If they don't like it, you're gone. Yeah. All right, you got oh. about 15 seconds, and then we got to go. <laughs> One more time, where does everybody find all the great work you do, Ron? At uh, www.opslens.com or in the Apple TV uh, store, or the Apple store, rather, or the Android store for the app. One of those three places, and you'll, you'll get to us. Well, we are honored. We are honored to be a part of your network and a part of your team. Man, I hope that we make you proud. Uh, we sure do enjoy being in that chat room. Ladies and gentlemen, you can always find Donna in there. We are at the end of another two-hour show for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Find us on Ops Lens. Find us on Ops Lens. <laughs> find us at CowboyLogic.us. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. In another day Is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.